And I wanna, what I want to actually want to speak about today is that God <coughs> is more excited about you than you are excited about yourself. We probably have heard this thing before, this statement before. And just to make that connection that how is it that it is possible that Jesus can be more excited about you than you are excited about yourself. You see, and the reason why that why we don't believe that God is more excited about our about us than uh, we about ourselves is because of the fact that we are looking at our lives, we are looking at our circumstances, we are looking at our failures, we are looking at our flaws and, uh, and our shame, and we are judging ourselves compared to, or let me rather say in light of, of what we are seeing. Oh my word, I actually wanted to bring something. I want to show you something today. You see, the Bible says that it is the Holy Spirit that has created each and every one of us. The Bible also says that the moment that you and I get to the to this to the place in our lives where we accept Jesus as our Lord and our Savior. What happens is that at that very moment, He gives us, He says, the garments of salvation. Now many of you have seen and ladies going to, to evening things and they've got these beautiful garments that they are, are wearing. So God says, the moment that you and I accept Jesus, your Lord and Savior, immediately in that instant, He gives you a garment. It's called the garment of salvation. The next thing that happens, He says, He gives us a cloak of righteousness. Now, I wanted to bring my gown this morning, but I don't have this gown. So that, again, this magistrate's gown is hanging up to my feet. But I'm going to use this as an example. So I'm because I've accepted Jesus, I have the, the garments of salvation. Now, what happened? He gives me a cloak. And on top of that, He gives me a cloak of righteousness. Now, if you see this old English movies or whatever, cloak, usually it's coming from my pictures. It's coming from here, the lacquer hoodie and so on. And it's going all the way to your, to your ankles. What is the significance of that? It says that when Jesus is giving you a, a, a cloak of righteousness, that it means from the crown of your head right down to your feet, you are covered by the blood of Jesus. Righteousness means, some time ago I said to you, righteousness means just as if you and I have never sinned. It's absolutely mind-boggling. I will use an example as being the magistrate. See many thousands of people appearing before me. Unfortunately, I've convicted more than the ones that I found not guilty. But can you imagine 
Jesus himself, or God the Father sitting on the throne, you are appearing before him and you are one of this, in your view, because we are all one of the biggest scoundrels that are walking around. Everything that can be done wrong, that you can do wrong, and even that other people cannot imagine, you have done those things. But you've got to the place where you accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Yes, every day I'm falling, every day I'm getting up, I don't, I'm not going to do it again. You're going and stand in front of, of the judge, God the Father. The devil is standing on your right hand side. Any of you have been, if you've watched movies or there's court cases on, on TV, you will see there's always a prosecutor. The Bible says that the devil will always come and will prosecute you. Oh, but you are a drunk addict or you are a pawn addict or you're doing this or whatever the case may be. Now, can you imagine? Get, just get this picture. In spite of what you are doing, you are standing with your cloak of righteousness before this judge, God the Father. And the devil is coming all from all sides. There's, there's, he's constantly doing this and he's doing that. And he's a thief, and he's a liar, and what, all those kind of things. And I demand that he be found guilty and that he be punished for it. And God the Father says, looking at you, and he says to you, to the devil, I don't know what you are talking about. This Johnny that's standing here, or Tanya, or whoever, has, I don't know what you're talking about. This person hasn't done anything wrong. The devil is going to throw his toys out of the cot. And because he is the judge, God is the judge, the devil can rent and rave as much as he likes. You are going to walk. But now, can you imagine now? You are standing there, you are the one who's being accused, the judge, God the Father says, because of Jesus you are free, and you decide, he says, listen, you can go home now, and you decide, hey, I see that the stairs to the grills is going down this way, and I decide, who are you, judge, to tell me that I'm not guilty, I'm rather going to believe this clown that's standing, and I'm going to walk down because I'm going to convict myself. Does it, does, guys, does it make sense to you? You see, the problem is we have to get to the place where we start believing what, what Jesus has, uh, has done for us. You know the amazing thing is? When you and I have accepted Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, in spite of all our struggles and stuff, listen to what the Bible says in Psalm 32. He says, You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble and you shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Guys, every moment of every day, Jesus himself, that is the mind-boggling thing, Jesus himself is constantly singing songs of deliverance over you and me. Do you understand the impact of this thing? I mean, if God starts singing over you in spite of all your flaws, something has to happen in your life. At some point, all these boss laser and flicks and tea or like flicks and fleas or whatever that's clinging to you like whatever, at some point, as Jesus is singing songs of deliverance over you, it has to, to go. And it doesn't even stop there. He says that one of the other psalms says that 
because you are righteous, he says, God hears your prayers. Many of us have stopped praying because God doesn't even hear our prayer. I'm, not, I'm just telling you what the Bible says. He says, because you've accepted Jesus in spite of your flaws, God hears your prayers every moment of every day. Whenever you pray, even if you think a prayer, Holy Spirit, listen to your prayer. He says, then furthermore, he goes on to say, he even delights in your prayers. Can you imagine? You are asking God for a, a Porsche 700 or whatever, if there's such a car. And God even delights in you asking him for, for, for that kind of uh, other thing. I want to read to you guys Psalm 39. 139 and absolutely just show you that everything that you and I are doing oh my word my, my that page is gone it's 139 just get it for me otherwise and maybe like New King James it start off by, by saying that oh lord he says you have searched me and know and know me. There's a new King James. Okay. I so said, You've searched me and known me. You know my sitting down. You know my rising up, or you are knowing my standing up. You understand my thought afar off every single thought that's going through your head even before you think it he already knows what your thoughts are going to be i say you comprehend my path and my lying down even when before you were every single wherever you are going today or tomorrow you already know what you are going to do i say you acquaint you are acquainted with all my ways can you imagine Guys, even if, if it so happened that there are any one of us here that has a secret life at night, being a pimp or whatever the case may be, I mean, it's a, it's a shocking thought that Jesus knows about, about the way that you and I are, are taking. I say, there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, you know it all together. I said, you have hedged me behind and before. Many verses of the Bible says, he said, he surrounds you, you and me, as the mountains around Jerusalem. I said, where can I go from your spirit and where can I flee from your presence? I said, if I go into heaven, you are there. If I go into hell, you are there. Can you believe it? I, other day I mentioned, can you imagine the thing? Is we, we heard about hell, Jesus even in hell, he says, even if I go to hell, you are there. You see, if I take the wings of the morning or dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, your, your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. You guys can go and read this thing. But there's one thing. He says that you formed my inward parts and you covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. He says, how precious... He says that uh, um, he says, your eye saw my substance being yet unformed and in your book 
They are all written the day's fashion for me. Guys, do you guys know? Are you aware of it? Every single one of us sitting here, whether you believe in Jesus, whether you are saved, whether you are not saved, whether you don't believe in Jesus, every single person that has ever been born in this world, even if those ones who are being aborted, has a book. Everything that you and I do every day is written in that book. I said, in my book, they were all written the day's fashion for you. You actually have more than one book. There's also a book of, of rewards. There's a book of the book of life. Every single one of you, the moment that you get to the place in your life where you decided, Jesus is my Lord and my Savior, your name is written in that book of life. And the day that you die, all those books are going to be called. The Bible says God is going to call for those books. And whatever you have done will be there. The only amazing things. Did you know that every single thing that you've, every wrong thing that you and I have done is also written in that book? But the amazing thing is, if it was possible for you to see, if it was possible for you to take your book out of the library in heaven you will be amazed to see how many red pages are in your book blood red pages all those wrong things have been covered by the blood of Jesus so you are going to have a book that will read and it will tell you all the beautiful things that you've done and all the wrong things that you've done is not going to be in the book because it's being erased God himself says, I don't even think of, of those things. That is why I'm, I'm giving you a cloak of righteousness. He says, that, how precious are your thoughts to me, O God. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. Scientists have made a, a study or a survey. They, they've taken a, a shoebox, a one, one yeah, shoebox about, they said one foot, one square foot of sand, beach sand, and they've put it in that box. And they've counted it, they've managed to count it, and they found that there's over 500 million grains of sand in that shoebox. The Bible says, if your thoughts about me are so many, if I should count them, they would be more in number than all the sand a hundred miles down, 10,000 miles wide, 10,000 miles wide. Can you imagine how constantly God is thinking about you and me? You cannot even imagine. If, if, if you ever, if you take a shoebox of sand and you, let me rather say, if it's possible for you to think of your husband or your wife 500 times a day, it's going to cost you to sit for a whole week, 24-7, the only thing that you are thinking of is your husband or your wife. You do nothing else, constantly. Now, can you imagine, God says that I'm thinking more about you than all the, the sand on the seashore. No. I don't know how it's possible. That is how precious you and I are to Him. That is why I'm crying out when, when, when we are repeating these things. God, please come and take this heart of stone out. And give me a heart of flesh. 
Because guys, once we grasp this thing, how precious we are, all these other things, you and I will get to a place where we will say, I'm sick and tired. I'm, I had enough of, of these things, of not pleasing Jesus. To live for Jesus doesn't mean all of a sudden I'm just sitting, become a holy moly and, and go and lock myself up in a, in a castle and, 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 and do those kind of things. It doesn't mean that. It means where you and I are, which is where we are making a difference. Cool. Does it make sense, guys? Yeah. So I just want to, whenever you don't feel love, because whenever your circumstances are getting you down, please remember God cares about you. Yes, you and I have to get to a place where we say enough is enough now. I want to walk in freedom. The only person that can help you to walk in freedom is the Holy Spirit. I'll just use an example. If I have a gambling problem, I can try as much as I like and even flogging myself. I'm not going to do it again tomorrow. I know that I've been there. Before you know it, that long arm bandit is calling, his voice is so loud. When you walk past the thing, he's calling your name. Taste, 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 come here. You haven't been with me for a couple of times. But with Holy Spirit, eventually you and I will get over this thing. Cool. I want to say to you that God wants to speak to you. This gentleman with a brown jacket behind, behind you guys. So what is your name? Graham. Graham. Cool. I just, I just want, <clears throat> I just sense that you probably feel that, that God, that there is still so much that I wanted to do for you, wanted to do for you. And I've, I've reached this stage in my life, and if I'm looking back at my life, then I don't know whether I can really see something. I cannot really show something that... And I still, I had so many dreams in my younger days. And I just want to say to you today that Holy Spirit wants to encourage you. It is not about your dreams. It is about His dream for you. I want to say to you this morning that you don't even know it. But, but the Holy Spirit is saying to you that you have overcome your thousands. I've called you for a specific road and a specific destiny to walk in. And every milestone that I've put in your way, every milestone that there was there, you have accomplished your milestones. Don't look at what you can see with your eyes. You are one of the warriors and I'm incredibly proud of you. Because you've, des you've destroyed the plans and the scheme of the devil for you and your family you don't even know it but there are people that you that you've you've done something in their lives or you just a good deed that you've done in their lives those people have come to know Jesus because of you so I want to I just want to compliment you well done I don't know what's what God what but Holy Spirit has in store for you for for the next I don't know how many years but I want to say to you today that from this day on there's going to be a shifting that is going to happen in your heart there's going to be a shifting that's going to happen in your life Jesus is going to come visit you and things for you will change and your hope will be 
be restored, okay? Jesse there at the back, your name is Jesse, ne? Fantastic. You see, I want to I wanna say to you that the picture that I have is this little ballerina. When she was young, I mean, you get, it's, it is like, a, like this beautiful doll. It's so, she's so incredibly adorable. And unfortunately, the devil has come and stole your dreams. But you have this incredible big heart. You have such a, a soft heart. The Jesse that we see here is always a Jesse that's walking around. Or uh, Jack, yeah, uh, Jess is walking around with a with a smile. But I want to say to you that Jesus is smiling about you. Whenever He's looking at you, He says, "There is my daughter. I'm so incredibly proud of her, even though you probably haven't heard many times that people are proud of you." I want to say to you today that Jesus is incredibly proud of you, and you are making Him proud. I want to say to John. You're not always going to be at this place. God says, I have, a, I have given a dream to you. And I'm going to open doors for you. And you are going to... You are going to own your incredible, own, beautiful own house at some point. You will have a double garage. You will have more than one bathroom. It will be free. And you will have your incredible... I see that God is just bringing or allowing circumstances to fall in place for you. I, I wish I can say to you it's going to happen tomorrow. But whatever you are learning here, God is going to use it to open doors for you in the future. You are going to be a lady that's going to do God incredibly proud. And other people will look at your house, at, your, at you, and they will... And, they will hear your testimony. I had a small beginning, but I had an incredible finish. So this is the day of small beginnings, but do not lose hope. God is going to cause you to explode, in the, or expand rather, and many will come to, to know Jesus through you. Sorry, what's your name next to you? Angie. Angie. You know, Angie, the picture that I, that I have uh, about you is that it's almost like, I don't know whether you are still doing it or your early years, that you have the, the, the skill to write and almost writing journals and, and all those kind of things. You have this picture to see artistic or whatever the case may be. Uh, may, uh, may be. Um, I don't know why, but I have this, this idea that you must be an incredible dancer. When, 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 uh, when you are being let loose, I mean even your legs and your arms and everything is... I want to say to you this day, that God is going to come visit you and He is going to come restore to you your identity. You are not a mochetrofa. I don't know whether you are English or Afrikaans. I've heard the word mochetrofa, but someone needs it. You are not a mochetrofa. You are a young lady with incredible destiny and an incredible purpose. I'm telling you now, the devil, the devil hates you because he knows that this Queen Esther, this, 
the queen is going to rise up and this queen is going to rub his head and his face in the dirt. People will come and they will sit at your table. People will come to you and they will ask you for advice because you are a lady of incredible wisdom. Okay? And then last one with the, the purple. Yep. I just want to say to you and encourage you that the years of tears and of, of pain God says that every single cry, every single tear that ran, uh, that came out of your eyes, I have collected those in a bottle. And your tears are being precious to me. God is looking at these tears and your tears have a voice. And every day, the, vo uh, the voice in your tears is crying out to Him and asking him to do righteousness and justice to your case. Asking him to do the promises and to show him the goodness that he promised you. God hasn't left you alone now. You've never ever been left alone. Many times it actually felt to you that you are the one that was walking all by yourself in the darkness. The Holy Spirit says that I'm the one that is I was the one that I am the one that's always carrying you. And I want to restore your hope today. God is going to restore your hope. He is restoring your hope. Okay? Amen. Cool. And then, Manieri Landros. <laughs> I want to say to you God has called you. I don't know how much you know about the stories of the Bible and so on. God says, I've called you to be a Joshua know the story of Joshua he was the guy that went into the promised land and, he, and him and his pal Caleb killed the giants God says I've called you to be a giant slayer don't see yourself because of things that happened as this little young man that that have no identity or whatever the case may be. I will never accomplish what, I, what I'm supposed to. As I'm speaking to you, I actually see that God is putting steel in your spine. You've been called to go and take and possess your land. You see, God has given your grandfather and your father. You've called them to take land I'm not necessarily saying physical land, but spiritual land, to possess that land. And unfortunately, because the devil has also come and robbed and steal and lied to them, they didn't walk in that. Now you have to take your grandfather's land, your father's land, and your own land, and leave an her uh, inheritance for the people from this day on. God is taking your heart and he's making a He's turning it to the left, he's turning it to the right, and he's recalibrating it. And you are going to walk in the fullness of the prophetic destiny and the purpose that God has for you. Amen. Cool. No condemnation. Good. No condemnation. Don't let the devil lie you. We all mess up in life. But we all stand up. And the secret is, if you mess up and you fall, get up. Even just get up 
move forward. I'm falling, I'm getting up, and I'm moving forward. Don't just lie down. Say, oh, well, that hot water, hot water, no matter what hot Okay? Amen. Bless you guys. One more. Melani also have one more, yeah. For Tanya. Tanya, I just see that you try to walk forward, and I see all those barriers in front of you, and you try to get over it, but it's just too much. And I see the Holy Spirit just coming and is busy removing all the barriers and you're stepping into a new season. And as you step into the new season, I, do, I just hear the words, your gift will make room for you. Your gift will make room for you. Just keep doing what you're doing. Your gift will make room for you. Just keep God's removing the barriers. You keep moving, doing what you're doing. And you're going to be surprised what doors will open for you. Cool. Thank you, guys. Bless you.